right, what is up, Five Night Gamers? Welcome back to the Ultra Space Time Podcast, episode 74, Full Power Podcast. And as always, before we start, Twitch Prime is not a crime. So if you want to drop that free Prime sub on our channel to support us, that would be much appreciated, but we also will take a follow or a sub on YouTube. And with that said, uh, today's guests, we got D Free. How are you doing, man? Good morning. Sup? Happy to be back. Happy to have you back, too. And again, we are joined by Mr. Legends Weekend. What's up, Iron Kane? What's going on, guys? You know, it's the best time to play Legends right now, baby. Get those super souls up. Oh, don't forget the Zenny and Gold Bars, man. Of course. For those equip rerolls. Uh, Battle of More, <laughs> man. How was your weekend? Yeah, it's been good. I've been grinding a lot, gaining those souls, getting those Zennies. <laughs> Iron Kane is proud. Yes, sir. And we got Mr. ZVG in the house. What's good, man? Yo, what's up, boys? So today, we're going to talk about, obviously, the new units, the new banner, the Ultra Gogeta banner coming back already. Uh, And also, uh, also Legends Battle Royale Extreme is going to start at next reset. So Monday morning, 7 a.m. Central European, I guess, 1 a.m. Eastern time. And uh, apparently there was also an Awakened Rival Universe slash Universal Survival Saga equip. So we're going to talk about all that. But let's start. First things first. LF Jiren, did he come out of left field for you, D-Free, and how do you like him? Uh, yeah, I guess you could say that. I mean, we're in that weird spot right now where it's like, uh, what was it like? <clears throat> um, I don't remember exactly when, but this basically happens uh, every year, you know, where it's like, okay, they're going to start maybe ramping up to another release, and it happens all the time. So I guess it kind of makes sense. And, you know, if you kind of think back with hindsight, maybe the first indicator that we were going to get more USS stuff as of recently anyway was Kale, which was like on Valentine's Day. Um, but she also was kind of weird because she kind of like blurred the lines. We'd been getting girls slash Android stuff, so it would make sense to drop a, you know, a Zenkai, Andro- or a Zenkai girl, things like that for Valentine's period. Um, so on that topic, did I expect him? No. Would I have predicted him? Certainly not, especially not without UI Goku. Like I, I would never have picked him without UI Goku. Um, but overall though, in terms of the second part, I actually like him a lot. Uh, I think he's pretty good, man. So who do you, who do you play him with? What's your favorite team? Uh, well, I mean, in my tests with him, my videos, I used him on numerous teams. I did rival universe, uh, the video with mono purples, not out yet, but that's a team I tested him with. But the first couple of teams I tested him with was powerful opponent. And that was directly after he came out. So like, this was just kind of like going in blind. I was like, you know what, what would be good characters to pair him with? And I circled a powerful opponent, which I guess it's kind of a cop out calling it that when it's mainly just freezes because it's also, (laughs) but they're also powerful opponent um and so you run him on loe basically uh slash powerful opponent in the leader slot particularly and uh he's he's incredible like the rising rush control is insane uh and you know it it could be counterintuitive to not let them get the rising rush because you know he doesn't get his extra perks but if if it's me i'd rather just not have them use it at all because he has rising rush control people don't want to rush him then you have access to uh the lf uh freezes ability to uh constantly destroy characters with endurance and stuff or you could build a defensive version where you've got the uh zenkai frieza the full power one you've got the revive frieza you got this guy and you got like all this rising rush control and stuff like that dragon ball manipulation uh you know defensive utility stuff like that so that's where i thought he was best 
Um, especially because Universe Survival kind of needs more stuff still, which obviously they're going to get. So we'll have to see how that ages. So basically a lineage of Jiren. Yeah, yeah. Pretty like it's it's powerful opponent, but it's lineage at the same time. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's exactly the same team I am playing him with. Except that uh I think I have um the purple Janemba as bench for him. And other than that, yeah, it's yeah, like for Zenkai boost and stuff. Yeah, and then it's just the two yellow freezers, the blue freezer, and then I put shield on the bench as well for health restoration on all of them. That's pretty much what I did. I think in that Zenkai spot I had like Green Broly as an option. Because, you know, he's Frieza Force too, so he'd get some of those Z abilities and stuff. But, like, I don't think I ever really ran him. But, like, what I did like with that team, uh, like I said, was Jiren in and of himself is a character that's interesting in design. He is a character a lot of people don't want a Rising Rush, so he can make it through most of the match without that. Um, there is a flaw in that mechanic that I have discerned as well that I don't love. But, nonetheless, uh, pairing him with characters uh, like the Frieza's is really good. And also, like... LF Frieza in particular, you know, some matches you bring him, some matches you bring double yellow, some matches you bring the other Frieza, but LF Frieza is, uh, and by LF, I mean full power. Uh, he is a real threat to Jiren and alongside him. True. Yeah, I guess it's like his natural enemy. Yeah, well, Frieza is a character that seems to get better <laughs> consistently. <laughs> he's kind of underrated, and now he's just like insane. He keeps getting better with more releases, so... Fair. I was gonna. I was gonna ask you guys. Do you think uh, the green card is like a consistent way to get faints? If you guys even use that, or do you think it's kind of spotty? Uh, it's it's designed to be spotty. But what I will say is that like I do and don't like the design choice of the blue slash ultimates. Don't they both do more damage if the enemy is fainted? Um, yeah, they do. So like sometimes you're gonna get that, sometimes you're not. But faint is such a powerful mechanic. I get why it is the way it is. Right. Yeah. I honestly but don't it's not it's not consistent at all and there yeah. are issues with that green card functioning the way it does especially if you're not landing the faint um it, it would be a little better if it functions something like oops but like also having the chance to faint and nullify cover is like too much i mean jiren picks up nullify cover later on potentially anyway um but like it, it it's a it's a combo starter that's easy to kind of avoid so to speak unless you're big braining and drop comboing etc so, but what I'll say about that last thing before I move on, uh, or, or kind of let one of you guys kind of, you know, jump in is, uh, with the green card, an underrated aspect of it is it gives the buff or a chance to faint to the next card that he uses. He doesn't have to use it then and there. You can switch him out. You can do whatever. You don't have to actually use it there. So it's available at any point. Speaking of big brain. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like that's, that's one thing that's really underrated. A lot of people probably didn't catch and probably won't catch for some time. You don't have to use a card right there. You know, you can use whatever, you can do whatever. So, Green and have that chance out, for okay. later. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I noticed that uh, in the middle of my fight when I used the green card, but I had no cards to put, and then I swap yeah. out. And when I did swap him in and uh, attack with a strike, I fainted. I was like, what, 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 what happened? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was it's so crazy, surprised. actually. Great utility. <laughs> so I, I didn't really think it actually carries over even though he switched to standby i thought it was like only when he's on the field mm -hmm. i mean this could even catch you as a player off guard right it's like oh he's fainted and you just keep comboing it's like okay you just don't capitalize on it but sometimes it's just like wait what what is going on yeah and it only activates twice so by that same vein you can waste it right like if you don't 
if you're trying to like big brain and drop combo or something, but you stay with Jiren and obviously they're, if they evade it, you know, that's one of your chances gone. So like it's True. not reliable in the first place because the chance is so low. Um, but it also can just be completely worthless depending on how you play. Yeah, I actually completely forgot about the fact that even though you see that he gets that faint extra buff, I just never bank on it anyways, because yeah, it's just like was it thirty percent you said? Yeah, it's really low. Yeah. I mean, that's that's high relative to <laughs> how much you'd like to actually have faint effects land. It's 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 normal, you know, normal number with like ultimates or blues, whatever, whenever there's faint applied. Um, but still, you know, it's yeah. it's not something like the question was, is it reliable? Mm. And no, I I use Jiren a lot and I only got it like once every like four or five matches. I mean, do you I remember the I, green trunks? I think his feint was like five percent on strikes or something, so every like twentieth card on average. <laughs> <laughs> you would never get that twentieth card because he has minus one to card draw speed anyway, but yeah. <laughs> But yeah, um, what I like about this dream is the fact that even though he has like the fate mechanic and you know, he gets buffs when he uses a rising rush, he doesn't need any of that because he's still good without them using the rush and without getting the faint off. I think that's what his design is just very good. I mean, he gets damage when he comes in 90% when the battle starts, 40% up to four times when he enters the battlefield, along with 50 key and everything, 70% reduced damage. His kid's just great. Um, his green card, as D3 said, is kind of. I wouldn't say it's it's one of the less annoying AOE green cards in the game because you really can't do too much after landing other than the faint, right? Because if you do have a cover change, you can just, you know, swap in and just cover the next card, right? Which, you know, Oob is different because Oob just notifies a cover change, so that's why it's very powerful. Um, but I think he's he's very good blast armor, um, rush control. I like his restrictions a lot better than Bardock's because he gets the he gets the endurance. Once they pop a rush, no, nobody has to die for him to get the endurance. He can just yeah. take the um the resolution himself and then just get endurance on top of that. So I like him a lot. He's very good. He's very powerful. And he's I think he's on the be best units in the game right now, easily in my opinion. I was gonna um, I was gonna say before I'd say a funny story with this during like the the night he was added, I hopped in PvP to get that uh, you know, that win bonus. And I actually fought against the Jiren and he had a decent amount of stars. And it turned out to be like a 1v1 me against the Jiren. And I rushed him. And I put my phone down. I'm like, oh, dude, I won that match. Awesome. And then I look <laughs> back and I see lose on my screen. I'm like, dude, how the hell did that happen? And then, of course, he gets endurance on his uh, whenever you pop a rush. I totally forgot about that. So the fact that he does yeah. have rising rush control is definitely a really cool mechanic. I'm curious if they're going to add it to other characters or if they're going to make this more of an exclusive thing. But it just it makes Legends a lot more or less mindless that you can just, you know, Get your seven cards, rush, and, you know, you're in and out. With Jiren, you actually got to think about it. Yeah, yeah, I played a lot of matches where Jiren just outright completely shut down Rising Rushes for most of the match. Those are matches that were, would go long enough to where, you know, both players are launching two or maybe even a third rush. Like, these matches are going to timer type deal, especially with LOE because all their matches are like that. Um, <laughs> uh, especially you have like a mirror match or something, it's like the longest matches ever since regen uh, meta. But uh, you know, Jaren just outright was able to knock that down. And I, I mentioned earlier that there is because I, I noticed it after so many matches, there is a flaw with that. And that is, uh, for one, we talked about like characters like LF Frieza that always nullify, they're free to do whatever they want to do, or, or a character like Ultra Gogeta who gets the 30 count. Uh, nullify on anything you know after ult that's fine other characters that get it for a short amount of time maybe you dodge their 
uh, ultimate and then they go straight into a rush. I had that happen to me and I couldn't switch. And I was like, oh, crap, I'm going to actually get nullified here because the effect is still active for three counts. So that's that's more normal. But the the play design is interesting because with Jiren, when he gets low on HP, you know, he is in a position where he's just a regular character. He uh, can't really do much in terms of avoiding, you know, getting defeated at that point. You have to really cover for him and protect him. Uh, and you don't, you don't, you're not used to having to play that way with a character that has endurance or revive because they're, they're able to obviously go beyond the threshold and, and sustain. Jiren is not able to do that. So if you can get him, whittle him down, get him low, then you'll be okay. I mean, he has healing on the green. I assume he has it on main as well. He also has yeah. last man standing healing. So like he's able to sustain that way. But I noticed like, He's in a lot of a lot of trouble if he gets low on HP and there has not been a rush activated. So it's it's interesting because, again, he is a endurance character, just not always. So. I have to say that I like that. That's a double edged sword, because this way, you know, there's there's a way if you if you're a good player or if you just know how to play around them that you can, as you said, just whittle them down. And yep. if you don't pay attention, then, well, I guess you're screwed, but if you do pay attention, then there is a good way to just counteract his mechanics. And I feel like that should be the way, you know, like the whole rock, paper, scissors thing. Yeah. I think the way that that is meant to go, at least not in like Jiren versus Jiren matches, uh, is ideally, you know, your, your Jiren is not, you know, their enemy's not rushing because they don't want to give Jiren the freaking paragraph of buffs he gets when they activate <laughs> a rush. Um, so, I mean, like, I understand perfectly why you wouldn't want to do it. Uh, and then obviously if you're not versus the cheer and you're using yours, so <laughs> that's the win-win, right? So that's the way to kind of maybe take advantage of that and not get in the position like that. I mean, yeah. I find Jiren very interesting. It's just that his base stats is kind of low, but it covers it with the power-ups from his abilities. Yeah. I just feel like, um, without, with not enough base stats he's not doing that much damage in the beginning Jiren like, has that I disagree. Uh, mechanic where he also gets the 40% damage mm-hmm. um, uh, whenever he enters the battlefield is that what it is Yeah, 40% four for 15 times. counts 4 times yeah. Yeah. so like yeah. reasonably speaking you're not going to get more than like a couple of those stacks so I can understand why at like a low star number also with him not being last man. So like, that's the thing with Jiren's damage. Like he got, he has the 90%. He's got some extra damage versus Sans. The thing with him is like, some of it is situational, right? Uh, Post rush, he gets the extra damage. Uh, He gets the extra damage whenever he enters the battlefield. Again, it stacks up to four times. I don't know how you're getting four stacks out of that, but to each their own. But then like, (laughs) if they're fainted, you're doing extra damage, right? You're doing like 70% extra blue damage, things like that. So, you know, that's where maybe his damage could be unimpressive. And some of the stuff is timed, uh, like I said, the 15 counts. So he's interesting. I mean, I really do like the character. Um, it also makes him more for interesting fights because people are afraid to Rising Rush. And sometimes it leads to no Rising Rush fights. And that is the good part. If both have Jiren. Yeah. Yeah, until one person is just like, ah, screw it. Here you go. And clicks the golden button. <laughs> well, unless you combine the Jiren with the full power Frieza, then yeah, then <laughs> that's over the table. Big brain. <laughs> yeah, but uh, honestly, I also have to say, as uh, CZVG also said, I disagree that his damage is unimpressive because 
Um, I mean, okay, my Jiren is now red too, but at seven stars, I felt like he did really good damage, even to yellows. With all his buffs and yeah. everything, and that's pre-Rising Rush too. I don't think it's that bad. The only I mean, time I felt like my Jiren did bad damage was in my initial video. And it, was, it wasn't even always. It was just in my initial video, still learning the character. It's like understanding when he's at his best versus when he's not. And then secondly, obviously, uh, lower stars is going to always be a thing. In my initial video, he's three star versus my next one, he's at six. And it made a nice difference. And that's just how the game is. So, Oh, yeah, that's true. But I, I think one thing also to consider with Jiren is that he is a ranged character. Um, so he is getting these different buffs here where his blasts do a good amount more damage. So I, I think with him and Frieza suffers from this, too, in terms of player perception, because they have blast armor, you know, you think they're maybe supposed to do more strike damage. But really, his blasts do a ton more damage. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I noticed that, too. I want to um, ask you guys, like, if you're fighting a Jiren, like, what advice would you guys give the players? Like, what's the best time to rush, if at all? If he the switched out right away. Is, yeah, the best time to rush yeah. is when Jiren is not there. Because um, then, <laughs> obviously, because then, right, you don't want to rush a character that's endurance. You want to get somebody out so you can be at the advantage, like, you know, in a 3v2 situation or like a 2v1, right? You want to always have that number advantage. So I'd say just unless you have a full power freeze, which can just rush anybody you want, right? But generally, you want to rush like when Dream is not on the battlefield, and then just use his endurance with like an ultimate or something like that, because you know most ults in the game do nullify endurance. So if you can win him down, pop the main, get the ult up, then Dream will probably dead by then. So yeah, yep, yeah. You just got to be careful. Like for example, in my setup, if I play him with full power Frieza, the LF and the blue Frieza, just keep in mind that some characters manipulate sub count. So that's why I'm saying, like, if you just swapped him out, go for it. If you get the combo, but if you're not sure he has him back and you don't have an endurance nullification character, then no. Yeah. No, I'm telling or you, that's where you, you like. The... I was gonna say that's where you, uh, you know, you draw your main, do a quick little uh, drop so they can evade it, and then pull that rush right then and there. <laughs> yeah, that's also a good play. Or if if only then you know. The chat thing, just rush anyway. You know, like just press the rush anyway. Just say, okay, I, I don't care if I'm doing this, I'm gonna rush you anyway. I'm gonna farm up a second one. Like, cause, cause in some in some games, it's better it's better to just <laughs> rush off the bat than you know have it there just sitting there, right? Cause by the time you pop your your first rush, you could probably potentially have a second rush, bro. Like, you know, yeah, that's possible. Well, that's why I said that you know, ideally with the match, if you're using Jaren, the match goes, you know. They're not using a rush, but you're using one, maybe even two, and you would just you just win the match, right? Because he is he's got like I said, a paragraph. Nobody wants to give him all that crap. Damage, nullify cover, nobody wants to give him that crap. So like that's why he's such a threat to the rising rush. But if you're versus him, I mean, yeah, like always, you wanna, you know, rush the non-endurance character and just match up with Jiren accordingly unless like uh ZVG said you've got LF full power where he just rushes wherever funny enough I feel like he is the only unit that is still being played in this meta that has that uh if you remember like the Legends yeah. Festival meta we still had Rose being on you know lots of those future yeah. teams but he just disappeared 
Bro, I guess what they I ran like, into one of them, and I was like, "Oh crap!" I actually I remember the last second. I was like, "Oh crap!" I actually can't let this rush hit. <laughs> Rose is like honestly like unusable, bro. Like nah, he's, he's, he's so bad. He, he's terrible. Doesn't King Piccolo have it too? So he's another oh, yeah. one that could be, but he's not. Region is, is so good in the water now. It doesn't even matter. If yeah, region. Has it. Region is in the mud yeah, right now. Yeah, <laughs> region is suffering right now. Unfortunately, because that wasn't that was yeah. my region team was. Yellow, yellow, green with the LF Piccolo, the Zenka DKP, and Fat Boo. But not yeah. now. <laughs> and I'm guessing, yeah, with the, with the resurgence of LOE, two yellows, nobody's going to bring that purple rose. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's, there's some more that are just kind of like there. Don't like both of the sparking hits do it and yeah. real dough and it's yes. like stuff that nobody's using. Real dough. Yeah. <laughs> and hit, bro. I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> but that's why Ultra Gogeta is such a damn menace. Why does he get it for thirty counts, dude? Twice, sixty counts if you if you count the second yeah. ultimate. Yeah, twice. Yeah, like, twice. dude, why? He's Ultra Gogeta. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. But yeah, we are seeing uh, a second character that uh, on the screen right now that came with this banner, and uh, obviously that was Mr. Beerus. And uh, we were all hyped about the endurance nullification, or maybe worried, or we don't even know. Revive we respect nullification. Revive. 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 Also endurance, but yes, you're right. A revive. <laughs> <laughs> and we were scared, like, hey, is that is that going to be a terrible mechanic? Is it going to be um, changing the meta, ZVG? Now that we know the unit, what do you think? I don't think it's as big of a deal as I initially thought it would be. Um, I think the thing is, right, a good player will not let that scenario happen in the first place. Because I think the, 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 biggest, the biggest threat he has, right, is when if your revival character is at below 50% HP, then Beerus yeah. pops the green card and locks you in. Then you're dead, right? But if you're a good player, you can see that coming and, you know, swap out, you know, but then if you swap out, you can also get rushed. So it's like, Beerus is very oppressive in that sense. But I think in, in generally speaking, he's good. Like, even, like, just take out the revivification and he's still great. Like, that's just a bonus. Like, his damage is fantastic. Um, his debuffs and his battlefield is also great. That dude, every unit in the game, like every team, has somebody that you know reduces the health restore, which is very annoying for someone like myself who runs, you know, Goku Vegeta. Like every team has some way to just stop the healing, which is great, because that, that does counter GV, you know, in a sense, right? But I think Beerus is very powerful offensively, but defensively, defensively, he's he's nothing to be scared. Like he can easily get one comment by most units in the game. His defense is is kind of bad, and that's kind of. You know, due to his stats being low, also his cover cut, his reduced damage cut also being low. I think it's like 30%, which is kind of like, you know, the... It's, it's 50. You need to have like at least 50%, like 30% has been no, has for way 50 too long cut. now. Oh, he has 50? Sorry to cut you off. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, it's, it's a stat cut. thing if he's not, if he's not taking it's stats. Yeah, yeah. His stats is, are, are kind of bad, but overall, I think he's great. Um, You know, him killing the unit and getting Dragon Balls and everything else, it's kind of like, you know... It's a nice touch, but it's not something like, you know, consistent. But overall, I, I think he's great. I think his green card is very powerful. His blue card is also very powerful. Um, overall, he's one of the best offensive units in the game. You know, he does suffer defensively, but, you know, most units do in the current meta where every unit does insane damage anyway. So I think it's great. I think he makes Gaki a lot better, but Gaki's still missing that one final piece of, like, having somebody to, like, take a rise and rush, which obviously, you know, they don't have, other than Clapco, which sucks. <laughs> So, Crap, cool. <laughs> yeah, but um, I think Beerus is very, very, very good. Like, easily. Probably, you could say he's the best 1% sparking in the game. You could say he's better than, you know, the Evolver Frieza, right? I mean, it's, it's up to debate. They're very similar. 
you know, offensively and stuff. So, yeah, he's um, he's fantastic. Yeah, the God of Destruction Beerus is a very interesting character. With all the buffs he has and with only fire time account main ability, is just insane. Just giving card draw speed and the opponent cannot cover cut. Uh, you can do all your combos right away if you want to. If opponent is um, not thinking re really straight and have like cover chains like twice and cannot switch, Beerus can easily one combo and lock you in. It's just uh, it's just interesting. He he do he do lock in once with his green card once opponent is fifty percent or below. And he gets uh, a lot of key and the quadro speed. And uh, not quadro speed, um, he gets a blue card twice. But uh, the damage the, this spear is dealt is uh, comparable to the most uh, recent uh, units that is, uh, that is the LFs. And uh, that is just insane. Yeah, especially since yeah, you can juice him. Yeah. It's like, it's a 1% sparking unit that you can use that uh, feel, it feels like a unit that uh, came from an anniversary or something. It, it feels even better than an anniversary unit, if we think about... <laughs> Kefla? The, <laughs> I mean, it's Kefla. already hard to be better than the 1% that came out in the anniversary. I mean, we had Aishen on, you know, the new Terra Powerful, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah Ice but... is on a whole other level of power, so... I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Beerus, uh, he does it's, uh, just insane strike damage. It, it's all focused on that. And um, he still does uh, insane blast damage too. And uh, the fact that he's a blue unit uh, gives him a bonus because there is not a lot of blue units in Gaki. And there is a total of four now with Beerus. And uh, yeah. Well, I will it say to his detriment and any other blues detriment is that red is heavily in the mud right now, but we know that won't last. Yeah. That will be coming back soon. We yeah. think, but, um, I mean, they've got to, they've got to circle back to some red. units. Yeah. <laughs> yeah maybe. But, uh, just, just think it's about already starting right now. Honestly, with, yeah, yeah, with LOE on the rise. Like I've, 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 I've started using red Bojack again. Cause LOE is just football freezer and yeah. that, you know, that Zenka football freezer too is just annoying as yeah, hell. Yeah. And, you you yeah, absolutely so. need a red on the team. The problem is that the roster isn't particularly yeah, the roster great is like, anymore. I mean, Abe Jita is like, you know, like yeah. the best red on certain teams, which, which is terrible. So yeah, we do need more reds in the middle. <laughs> yeah. what, I, what I also have to say, since you're saying red is in the mud, green is also not very strong right now. So I feel like it's still it's still fine to bring Beerus because I think the only green units you're gonna consistently run into are um, Zamasu and Rose assist. Ooh. And yeah. no, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say Mr. Four. I'm not gonna say Zim Zam? No. You no. mean Zim Zam? Yes, sir. Get out of here. Zamasu uh, <laughs> with assist with um, either Super Saiyan Four Gogeta. That's what we're going to see a lot. Oh yeah, but, true him. Uh, well, I feel like SS4 Gogeta is in every damn match. So True. forgot yeah. about and but still I just, forgot him. <laughs> just think about that. This Beerus is this good. And uh, we have not faced the many red units. And he is this good. It just yeah. uh, that just proves that if you face a red unit, he can easily use one strike and just do a lot of damage. And yeah, it's just yeah. insane also that he heals every time he uses a strike card, like uh, 3%, I think. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. also has healing in other parts of his kit, doesn't he? Yeah, he has on his um, main, he has on his green. It's just... <laughs> the green, yeah, yeah. Beerus is a character. That, to summarize Beerus very easily, 
is he's a character that has literally everything you'd want in a character built in. The only thing he's missing is something like endurance, but he's got every damn thing else. He's got draw speed. He's got no switch. He's got the endurance and also revive nullify, which is a whole new thing, but still you'd want it if you can have it. He's got everything. So this guy is a major threat and uh, extremely powerful, especially in the right circumstance, right? With uh, actually, he's got nullify special cover. Like he's got everything. Um, but especially in the right circumstance, as ZVG pointed out, like, you know, after the green below uh, threshold, going to do the no switch. He draws a freaking blue card. Just like he's going to, he's going to get you, you know, you're, you're done. If you allow that to happen, you're done. He's going to nullify you. Um, another underrated thing in his kit is all the sub count manipulation. His main reduces his own by three. And he also inflicts the enemies with the debuff uh, when the battle start of plus one. So like you got to think about how that adds up for those first uh, 30 to 40 counts via uh, unique or main ability, depending on obviously when you use the main. But you got to think about how that adds up to you, you not being able to switch and then beer switching a lot. And on top of that, though, uh, Beerus has this, you know, design choice where. Uh, you, for one, struggle to switch in the first place. He also can do a literal no switch. And if he's going to get a kill out there, which is going to be obviously very likely because there's not a character that's going to, at low health anyway, live through his uh, blue card because he's going to nullify everything. Um, he's going to get the kill and then he's going to reload his hand. He reduces the enemy's key. Like he's got a lot of things built into his kit. And, you know, he's a character that has the draw speed, the card cost down, the just high damage output in the first place. But he is uh, built in a way that also if you sub versus him, you get penalized, uh, which is not something we see a ton in the game. It's not to the extent of a character like Zenkai 18 as an extreme, but you get penalized because you lose key and you buff you uh, buff Beerus, his blue card damage and his actual damage. So like, it's a it's a really weird situation to be in on the other side of Beerus overall. He is uh, definitely a, a major threat. And I, I think I think some people are probably underwhelmed by him. But I think most of that is just Beerus being at low star counts. Like, again, like I pointed out, I, there's no way around it. But like when characters get at a higher star count, they're obviously going to be a lot better. And Beerus is one that's going to just scale like crazy with that blue card and just the amount of damage he'll be out, able to output. Also, how many fun times you hit the blue card on a revive unit and kill, kills him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, if you get the kill, you get the Dragon Ball and the benefits, right? So, like, there's there's a lot of perks built into Beerus's kit, you know? And, you know, the health restoration debuff, like, all these different things that you would want to have in characters that are ex trying to exist in the current climate of characters, he's got it. He's extremely uh, useful and very good. Yeah, it also helps that his C ability is uh, kind of unique, uh, similar to uh, Gogeta, that gives special move damage. Oh yeah, you're right. I totally forgot that. And uh, with that, it's actually pretty good, because Universal Survivor Saga did get a lot of buffs now, with Jiren and uh, Beerus. Uh, and I, Zenkai 7Z Kale? Do you really oh, count yeah. her as a if, buff? If, if, if <laughs> She's a Z tier. Kale, you did you not see my tweet or my newest video? She's Z tier. <laughs> I did not get the memo, no. My bad. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's something else. I'll just say on, on behalf of Kale, I don't think she's as bad as she gets memed for being, but I don't think she's good, obviously. I don't think she's as bad as she gets credit for being. But uh, she's right. got a different She's worse. <laughs> <laughs> I think Kale, like, I think Kale's one of the weird characters where it's like, she could have been so much better and they gave us that, but like, I'm not going to complain about it because really this is what people wanted from Zenkai's in the first place. 
when they were dominating the game. So, like, I'm not mad at it by any means. Also, she's got the weird playstyle where she uh, definitely you don't really want to use her main as some delayed stop clock antic. You want to just pop that thing ASAP and go, you know. <laughs> so that's also not how players want to play either among the higher ranks anyway. True. <laughs> but I'll just kind of just throw back to this on the topic of Beerus. Uh, I don't remember who all was on that podcast, but remember I pointed out they're going to eventually drop an anti-revive character. Uh, it was, a, I know me, Rai, I think Goresh was on that. Uh, obviously, I think Palm was on that. I don't know who all was on that. But I don't know if any of you guys remember that podcast. I just was like, it's going to happen. I think at that time it was only Cell too, but it was like, it's going to happen. Yeah, this is, maybe Goku was out, but it's like, it's going to happen. So here we are. How do you guys feel about it? I mean, I feel like it's a good addition. At least it's not on the kit that you can just write a sing rush and revive unit and that they cannot activate their ability. At least it has to be activated on a blue card. It has to be conditioned. Well, I mean, that's not really all that bad, given how, how easy it is for him to get green or blues, right? Like, that's yeah. fine. I thought it was going to be restricted. Like, he needs to be last yeah, man me standing too. or something. Me no, too. they just said, here, do it whatever so. you want. But I think, I like I think it's it. not that bad, honestly. I think it's um like because I I usually have a go on you know on my main team, but I I'm by myself in a ton of situations um where I did lose him, but I have found situations where I absolutely did lose it because I underestimated versus damage. I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna die, but then I just died, and I was like, okay, well he's just gone now. Okay, that's that's a little bit more you know interesting than the norm. So I think it's yeah. the way they implemented it isn't as bad as I thought, but. You know, if they if they put on a character that you know, like you know, like um, like GV, like if if somebody like if Fayuni came out and they were like Z tier, like Goku Vegeta, and they had that, then probably it'd be a big issue. But Beerus, I mean, it's it's fine in my opinion. It's not um. Well, I th- I, I think cancerous. a reason also why it's not as big of a deal is revives never really became super super you know mainstream for lack of a better term like there's only like a handful of them in the game and at least a couple of them are not good at all you know so like so who like would, who, who would that be oh, crap cool. <laughs> gohan so, so, so gohan i did a video of anti-revive characters i forgot he existed which sucks coming from a gohan fan i totally forgot that existed oh you're talking about the so, green one right that took a long a little bit for me to revive. yeah, yeah the, the green one of course the the purple one is fine um yeah. but even then like he is like hidden you don't even see him in matches anymore so like i think uh, that helps the claim where it's like you know, it's not that big of a deal because they're not that like, I mean, when Cell came out, it was like so game changing, you know, and he's pretty bad by today's standards. So yeah. it is what it is. I think the biggest threat now is still just the endurance characters. Right. And we see that with Jiren and them finding new ways to even implement that mechanic in the first place. So, yeah. I mean, it's not anything new, but if the character has it versus doesn't, you know, it's just a lot better to have. Yeah, true. I think that is the reason why they put the nullification on endurance as well on the blue card. So they have yeah. a variety on both revive and endurance. So it yeah. it counts as like the both things. Yeah. Well, the the problem with the anti revive is, and and this is this is a a, a huge difference between that and anti endurance is. It's the design of the characters, right? Because with anti-endurance, it's like, okay, well, the character was already at their peak anyway. Anti-revive says you just get the crappy version of the character that was like 
meant to die in the first place. Like Goku is just like extremely bad. And he doesn't get much better, but he's extremely bad pre. And it's like, okay, well, that was a waste of my time, right? You don't get the good version of that character. So I think that was also why people are and were opposed to that line of thinking in the first place. Wow. Yeah, I mean, that's well, like also... Cell, for example, pre and post, he is way better post. Yeah. But, he, you know, it, 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 that's something that all of them suffer from. I think Gohan Purple is solid pre, but he's obviously better post. Like, it's, you just don't get that character anymore. Yep. I mean, it doesn't happen. I feel like the only one that uh, feels like good on early is the kid Gohan, the green one. What? Isn't the, he the only one that doesn't draw green on main? Don't they all draw green on main? They, they do, but I do. <laughs> but uh, I feel like uh, with the green kid Gohan, you have cover change and it kind of helps a lot. Oh, okay. Ooh. That's fair. But that's pretty much all he has. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, at least it helps because kind of needs help. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> but yeah, also, like, as Deke was just writing in chat, still don't entirely agree with anti revival, but it is what it is. And I feel like I thought it would make more of a splash, too. The thing is, they did the same with anti-endurance. So yep. I definitely don't put it past them to release a character like Full Power Frieza against Revival. I just hope that they yeah. never never release one that has both, where you're just like, oh, I got a rush, click. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> that but would then, be horrifying. But then imagine you have, you have Full Power Frieza alongside the other character that nullifies Revival. And then, you know, you always got to do the mental gymnastics when you get rushed. It's like, wait, who is he rushing with? Who am I throwing in? Revival, <laughs> Endurance? I have a, ah, it's the wrong one. <laughs> it yeah. always happens. <laughs> Just click the, yeah. wrong, the wrong character. But yeah, as you, as you said earlier, like you just don't get the kit. You don't get that second half. And sometimes the second half is exactly what you want. And that's kind of... Yeah. And also, obviously, like who, who is not going to miss that five-minute long cutscene where Gohan gets rescued by Goku and, you know, transforms? <laughs> <laughs> Believe in yourself, Gohan. I mean, think about how much better Gohan gets post. He gets the AoE green. He's got the freaking oh, yeah. one-hit nuke. nuke blue card he draws. Yeah. Think how much better he gets. You just don't even get it. You just don't get it. Yeah, I think what people <laughs> got to understand, though, is just, like, normally when they introduce, like, a mechanic, like, Endurance or Revival, they normally, eventually, right, it's normally not, like, out the gate, but they do eventually create some way to counteract that in some yeah. way. So, I mean, it just creates more of an interesting play style, like, more mind games in PvP, which is, which is always nice. My, my, just, my main concern, of course, is, like, you guys are mentioning, is this something they're just going to give the characters for free? Is it always going to be on blues? Is it going to be on like a strikes or blast in the future? Like how exclusive are they going to make this mechanic? I think is like, you know, the real question. Well, I mean, like, sorry to cut you off there. I didn't mean oh, to you're if good. you're not done. Okay, okay. You're good. Um, I, you, you pointed it out, but like what they like to do is, and this is just general, you know, business in general, not just gotchas. This is in general business is create a problem and give you the solution yeah. or sell you the solution. Excuse me. So like you can trace this back to endurance uh, and, and you could see how that, anti-mechanic has been implemented whether it's uh also still sparingly on passives like we've raved about lf frieza throughout the pod um but it's mainly on uh ultimates but most characters get it on ultimate so it's not like it's a rare thing anymore like it used to be but you could also take a look at something like the special cover changes you know how that mechanic was implemented and it's like okay uh it's just on what vegeto blues ultimate only and then it turned to being yeah accessible through 
main abilities, I believe, for some period of time. And now it's just on character passives. Uh, I mean, like, it's, it's still restricted, even, like, as recently as Jiren needing to get it via Rush. But, like, they've loosened the reins on that mechanic, too, where it's like, this is an incredibly oppressive and one of the best offensive mechanics in the entire game. And they've turned it into being, oh, you could just get it just for like SS4 Goku or or uh, or SS Blue Gogeta. It's just like you just get it, you know, just for existing type deal. So I assume to a degree something similar would happen to any mechanic introduced in this game, whether it's revival, whether it's the tags, gauges. I, I assume something similar eventually will happen to all of these mechanics. And that's just normal design, you know? Yeah, like nowadays, it's actually weird if a, if a, if an ultimate doesn't have like uh, endurance nullification, right? You're more and like, wait, he doesn't armor, have that because they all have blast yeah. armor too, and that too. Yeah, true. Or like if a if a like, main ability doesn't restore key if you draw an ult, for example, right? Yep. Yep. Evo. Evo it, that's the most glaring <laughs> yeah. thing when like when I do my videos and I showcase these old characters. I'm like, oh, I'm so used to characters entering the battlefield and getting like at least 20 key to keep the combo alive or like drawing the main and getting enough key to use the ultimate. There are just things that are like that have progressed as the game has progressed and they're, they are there for a reason. And at the same time, all these mechanics that they've introduced to lack of a better term, frustrate us will also get countered or they'll find ways to introduce something that'll make things a little easier to play against these characters. I mean, as recently as, uh, and again, ZVG pointed this out, but like as recently as the tag characters coming out, if you notice since the tag characters come out, a couple of things have happened. Well, most importantly, one thing, Pretty much every damn character that's dropping has a health restoration debuff. Seriously, all of them. True. So, like, that's a clear pointed, you know, effort at trying to pull them down just a little bit, you know? Um, and that's one way that they're trying to find a way to kind of counteract those characters. And there, it's no, it's no um, accident that, I don't know if he's the only one, but one of the green characters we've gotten since their release, the Kaioken Goku, had the anti-purple stuff built into it. It's no accident they design these characters a certain way as you would expect. So like you've got to think with foresight, like anything they drop in this game, any mechanic will either be loosened up or in terms of countering it or just outright countered in general. So that's why to circle back to my initial question, it's not really surprising that we do have anti-revive, even if it does suck that you don't get the second half of the character. You know what the funny thing is? Sometimes they actually counter the counter to the counter. Like, um, remember, <laughs> remember when um, Super 17's ultimate was, you know, so toxic and then you had all of a sudden you had units that had immunity to a certain number of debuffs, like three or something. Yep. Like, uh, for example, Zenkai Red Gogeta. And then when, when yep. Zenkai Super 17 came around, he's like, nah, let me just take that away real quick. Yeah, that was another thing. The ability to cancel buff effects is like... <laughs> They they find ways, man. They find ways. But yeah. I'm extremely happy about the the like nullification of like those effects just in general because Hercule is such an annoyance, dude. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> yeah. Good lord. Dude, dog. just use Yeah, and then some it units they so just random. use a green card. And you're like, all right, yeah. I'm safe. Or you bring like S4 Godita who's just immune in the front. Like, yes. Yeah. Oh my god. Yep. That guy, like, he always pops up with the most handholdy characters. Always, always has. Like, it's S, it's it's <laughs> Kale or not Kale? Excuse me. Uh, Android eighteen when she was like V meta. Yeah. It's like the most handholdy character in the game. Now it's stupid Ultra Godita who just plays the game for you. I've never seen a character like Ultra Godita who says, "Here, you want to do that? Go for it. Whatever you want to do, just do it." 
Yeah, it's also usually <laughs> so, they just like, uh, if they have like Ultra Gogeta, they just like Hercule immediate switch into Ultra Gogeta and then just yeah, strike right yeah. away. That guy, yeah. like, he just like just the ultimate handhold character in the game. He has everything. So like, obviously you pair Hercule with like, and at, at a time it was, it was, it was Kefla too, Green Kefla when she was the meta. Hercule is just like, so like, oh my God. So I'm very happy that they introduced that mechanic. Fair enough. <laughs> all right so this banner actually brought us two more units uh so for the first time in a long time um outside of you know like a celebration we got an lf banner with uh two new sparkings and two new extremes and who better to talk about the extremes than our man for the niche teams battle more have you used both topo and dispo and are they usable at all in your opinion i have used both of them yes and i find topo more useful than dispo for the reason of uh the support abilities and the green card that Topo does is just insane. Like, yeah, Topo's green card destroyed both hands, and I was like, that can end combos really good. I, I, I was so surprised that um, his blue card also gives ally key recovery. Uh, uh, I just find it that uh, Topo is more, even though he's a support unit, he still tanks really well, even though his stat is not really that good. The same with Dispo. Oh my god, Dispo stats. Why are you so weak? Because <laughs> uh, crits. But I, feel, I feel like yeah, Dispo, yeah, it's focusing more on crits with Dispo, which I find very odd. It's a, it's a new way of introducing how EX does things. But uh, we all have felt the fear of uh, Bardock, and I was like, why? <laughs> why crits? Oh, at least it wasn't on a Super Saiyan unit. At least I'm happy about that. But uh, yeah, Dispo is good too on his own. I mean, he can shorten sub counts, and Topos um, shortens uh, Universe 11 sub count when he enters the field. So to uh, Dispo can easily just come back and just continue with the combo, lock in with the main. It's just too bad of one thing is that Dispo is not doing that much damage. Even though with all of these combos i mean the combination with the topo is at least for either you're using the new lf jiren or if you're using god of destruction uh, topo like you you can uh, do the combination there instead because he is a support ability and he does give buffs that uh, helps the team a lot also it's one of the ex unit that gives triple c abilities which is really good, like giving you yeah. both strike and blast defense, and, and triple tag. tag rival universe additional blast attack. Now, yes, the topo, yes, topo. If we're just thinking about topo, he's a really good support for universe eleven. If you have seen um, the team Topo has been with with the Bardock and the Jajirobe, I was so shocked it works so well. Because of Topo's green card destroying the entire hands of both people. It's because, like the Hercule uh, green card, right? The red, red Hercule does the same thing, I think. Yeah, but he, he can literally just do the entire combos of everything and then just use the green card. An opponent cannot do the entire combo. They have to wait. Unless you have like two times card row speed or one time card row speed, then you get card easily. That green card is busted. <laughs> <laughs> Even if you don't uh, do it your own, it it inflicts enemy that strike and blast increases, but also destroying it. It just 
Like, for example, if opponent tackles and the, you use the green, they, they don't have any cards. <laughs> also, they don't also, have any cards. Lucy just mentioned in chat, just use the green card and then swap out because he gives minus one to card draw speed when he swaps out. So that's yeah, fine. Yeah, he, ha he has a support ability and debuff when he switched to standby, which is crazy. Yeah, so, it's really good. Yeah, I feel like Topo compared to Dispo is a much better just ability-wise and um, tankiness-wise because his main ability heals the team too and gives them damage buff. And it only takes yep. 10 timer counts. While Dispo is the one who's trying to deal damage, but from what I've seen from Dispo's kit, he needs to be like swapped in and swapped out before he gets his full ability. Yeah, Because it kind of stacks up with the crits and the power. But he does have a support ability which gives 15% damage for 10 timer count. That is not a long time, and, uh, and EX units kind of need more better stats if they want to survive against the uh, Sparking units, especially Ultra Gogeta. Uh, it's uh, kind of hard to just use a unit that is focused on the damage that is an EX unit, but they cannot tank really well. I think with Dispo, um, a couple things need to be said about him. is For one, he directly needs to be ran alongside Topo, um, yeah. because... There, there's no other, like, even, like, Vados is still a solid support, you know, but you're not going to color stack. There's nobody else on his teams that you're going to run him alongside. Um, because Topo offering the, what, crit rate as well is, like, a mandatory thing for, for Vados. Or not Vados, excuse me, uh, for Dispo. Because Dispo needs critical hits. And not just critical hits. He needs critical hit damage increases as well, which he gets throughout his kit. Um, and also, he needs to switch a couple of times to be able to get that, which... You know, also having a shortened sub count by default and then having Topo reducing the sub count another two is mandatory. That's why he's designed the way that he is. Uh, you know, Topo is a character that could, you know, extend to other teams or have other allies a little bit better than this guy would. He just he has to function with Topo on his team. It's not much of a product of Jiren, but he needs Topo, which is also yeah. why Topo color counters for him. Uh, so like. If you're not getting that optimal scenario, he's just not going to be particularly great. Uh, he also does have in his kit some nice things like, you know, no switching, destroys uh, the hand and reloads the hand, picks up key. He has health gain. Uh, so, like, there's potential for him to do stuff. He gets another 30% crit damage on the uh, blue card that he has. He has some debuffs built into his kit as well for the enemy for extra uh, blast damage. He changes his strikes to blast. Like, he's got, and also minus blast start cost. Like, he's got his own things but he is not going to be able to compete without Topo specifically. So obviously Topo is the better one for that reason, that reason alone when comparing these two characters outside of the fact that Topo is just better in general. Um, so you, you covered Topo perfectly. That's why I haven't really said much about him. I think he's actually really good and he's got all the support intangibles you need from the characters that are supposed to be support characters on your teams in construction. Um, but if you're not just on the topic of display, if you, if you don't have him, obviously, and again, I've said it a lot of times, nobody should be surprised. If you don't have him at least at a high star level, especially a damage dealing EX character, he's not going to be able to do much for you. And I think with them designing him, I almost wonder what level of star they considered him at when they, did their testing for him, like, or characters in general, what level they consider them? They consider them at seven. They consider them at six, five, like what, what, obviously not five maybe like three, you know, 14. Where do they consider these characters? Because a crit buff 
only for himself in particular is not going to do it. Like there's more from the topo kit, but the likelihood of critting is okay. But getting more crit damage is mandatory to really see a character pop off. And I, I wonder if they kind of looked at him as a character. That's like a Bardock light for himself individually, which I don't think is the case for Dispo. Yeah. Especially when Dispo has no equip that gives him crit at all. So yeah, it, it so. doesn't really help there either, even though the crit based equip is kind of not good. But still, if yeah, they want not. to focus on the crits, they should at least have some equips that gives him crit. I know some have, but that is, that is melee types, not on the range type, which Dispo is. Doesn't he have like 45% crit chance, though, with a switch from Topo? Uh, yes, but... Uh, if Something they really, like that, right? If they, if they really want to make more of a chance of hitting with crits, they need to make more crits equips. But, um, uh, yeah. they, they but, do but I'm have saying that, that like... Having nearly 50% is probably about as good as it gets. And then, you know, on the blue cards, after a couple of switches, he does have a 50% crit damage increase. Mm. And then there's other things, like I said, like no switching, card reload, card, a key gain, uh, card changing, debuffs, and also card costs down. Like, he's got nearly everything you want a damage dealer to have, except for draw speed in particular, but he has a full reload once. So, I mean, that's cool. Yeah, um, I, feel, I feel like... Um this dispo and uh, this topo was built for a special event that is uh, soon about to come as we're going <laughs> to talk about that soon yeah but uh, <laughs> i feel like because it's going to be all 14 star i think that is how they play tested it yeah, so, yeah let's see because like right now in pvp i'm like oh my god i'm gonna get hit by a crit from that 14 star dispo i'm so scared sleep <laughs> yeah so yeah. when I asked about testing, I meant just a general sense of where do they consider these characters at? Because some of them are busted even at low star levels, like EX Jiren. He's really powerful, and he has blast armor. So like, yeah. and then Tora and Fasha were really good, but they were clearly designed to be ran alongside uh, the Bardock and to make him shine the most. Whereas these two, you would think, would be designed to be ran alongside the Jiren, but there's nothing really there in particular. I mean, there's some extra things that Topo has for his universe, but they're, they're not hyper-focused on making Jiren better the same way the other two were hyper-focused on making Bardock better. Mm. So, Unless they are trying to focus more on the future when there is more Universe 11 characters about to come. Yeah, maybe, but the way I see these characters is they're going to just be like the EX girls, just chilling. Nobody uses them. That's how I see them going, because when every color is a, uh, is appropriately taken by a sparking character mm. and some LFs that are probably going to come out in the next few months, they're probably just not going to get used. So. Yeah, that's true. The only one I can see being used more than the other EXs is more Topo. Reason because of his support kit and more of a debuff kit and more of a kit that heals the team and buffs the team. But his main, his green card by destroying the entire hand, which can stop combos, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, but Topo is also the one that dropped with probably the most competition color-wise. Because you've got, currently anyway, as has Blue Evolution, you've got 17. Um, Kaelin Khalifla are solid too. Like, Topo has a ton of competition. Oh yeah, in the same team. Yeah, if we're yeah. talking about Rival Universe and Euro Universal Survival Saga. Yeah, absolutely. Khalifa and Kayla is much better used. Uh, Royal Vegeta, uh, Evolution Vegeta, I mean, is much better used too. I mean, 17 is also definitely better used. 
It, it all depends on how you want to focus on your team. It all depends um, more how you want to focus. You want to more supportive or if you want to do damage with each character. But I feel I like mean, in this meta and kind of meta that has been before, you kind of need the damage. The truth is, oh, honestly, yeah. I feel like EX is Unless you're just LOE. Like, oh, yeah, true. <laughs> I feel like EX is just like in the water right now. I feel like nobody's really going out their way to run <laughs> at EX Unit because number one, they're hard to put the airlifts, and number two, it's very difficult to start them up, right? So I really yep. don't see Top or Dispo making a splash or even get any playtime um, in the current meta, but. Are they, yeah, the, no, that's why I said there's gonna be like, like girls. Goku <laughs> and like EX Dream, that's it. Like those are the two outliers, obviously, because they are cracked kids. Jaja Roby. Jaja Roby. What about Jaja Roby? No, dude, he's he, he's a spoiler, bro. He sees no play. He, his main team is Saiyan Saga, bro. He sees no play. He's still more play on Goku now. Is he? Is he? Is he like in that tier with like Dream and Goku? Yes, but he doesn't really. He he never made the splash that they did, right? Which which is what which is what I'm saying. So, dude, no, he didn't. But yeah, slashy um, slash. <laughs> I haven't Not even too. looked at their kids to be honest. Like, like anytime I see an EX now, I just say, okay, they're trash. That's it. Like, I I don't check their kids or anything because we're moving <laughs> so ahead right now. The power creep is just I can't see EXs making up. Yeah, um, and that's the that's the issue too. Is that like EXs have always been super inconsistent. I mean, think back to like Weiss and his release. It's like, dude, this guy's nuts, you know. And then there's a few more months, and there's another character that comes out. They've always kind of done that, where it's like, you know, every so often there's a crazy one like Jiren or Gokua. Um, but they the issue with them is you you touched on it. The fact you can't pull them and star them up easily is a crime. Uh, that that's literally a crime. The, their rate is horrendous. It should be better than a one percent sparking. You should pull those characters often, but they look at them as some sort of like secret rares that you have to look for when there's already a secret rare in the goddamn banner um, in LFs most of the time. So like that's the biggest issue with them first and foremost. But they can't survive the power creep unless they're like a, like Jiren, where they've got some of these broken mechanics built in, like blast armor and stuff. It's extremely tough for them to be able to make it. And, and see gameplay and then on top of the fact that like i said you know in, in the case of a character like topo it's like okay well are you using him over evolution vegeta at a low star level maybe like i, I don't probably not if you like, want to lose you could sure. say that you want to build your team a certain way but at a certain point a character is just not as good as the other character so like why would you do that I'm gonna that is the guys. problem a lot of exes go for did um, any of you actually run into either of these units? I ran into Topo, and I'll be honest, he was kind of like, I don't even want to say a wall, he was kind of more like a pillow. He's like, he, he tanked, but when he hit me, I was like, huh, it was like a tickle, didn't really do too well, much damage. Sure, he's buffing like stars was his. he? And for one, he's not he, a damage dealer. He, that's another thing, yeah, like a support character, he's, he's got yeah. the lower stats most likely, he's not going to do damage, but how many stars? Yeah. He, he was seven. He, uh, he okay, that's good. That's okay. Good. Okay, but it wasn't like out of this world, I wasn't blown away or anything like that. But, um, yeah. yeah, I haven't seen any dispos though. Topo, I did see once or twice, but no dispos so far. Yeah. I never I haven't seen them. a single of either. Mm. But, yeah, overall, uh, Topo is mm, the better one between those two. Dispo is just yep. weirdly built with the crit rate. I feel like if you truly... If you tr if you're just a collector of units, that you can go for the better. But I don't recommend that you summon just to get the, these two. If you just if you got Jiren and Beerus, stop because they will show up in future banners. Yep. 
Alrighty, I would say looking at the time, uh, we still have a couple of things to cover. Um, let's talk about the banner itself. Uh, D3, do you think that the banner format is going to be here to stay? Do you like it or could there be improvements? Um, so this was a step up with the, the new LF, two EXs, and a sparking. Like, what is this? Like 2019? <laughs> like this is incredibly uncommon i'd like to think like this is this is crazy like we don't see that very often i i i wonder if you know the whole single lf thing that they were doing for a while was maybe due to some real world problems or something like that messing up their staffing because i can't for the life of me understand why they thought that was a good idea so yes i do love this and doesn't it have the 20 percent rates and the two times z power yes so like this is so like remember during the anniversary and this is not as good as that, obviously, because those were times three. But like remember during the anniversary, we we're like, oh, yeah, this is crazy. They're not going to keep doing this. And they've actually kind of quietly kept doing it where it's increases in rates and stuff like that. So I don't want us to get to a point where at least not yet anyway, because it's only been a couple months not anniversary, excuse me, from the Legends Festival. It's only it's only a couple months out from then. Uh, but I don't want us to get to a point where we look at these banners and say, oh no, this is bad. This is bad because that's still incredibly good when you consider the fact this game is three and a half years old and this is an entirely new thing as of the last few months that they're doing these mega high rates, right? Um, in terms of the roster for the banner, uh, we already talked about how we think Beerus is one of the best 1% sparkings of note recently. Uh, Jiren is a Titan. I think he's really, really powerful. But then you look at the rest of the banner. I don't think UI is worth much right now. Uh, Beerus as another LF on the banner, it's not worth much right now. And then you have Evolution Vegeta, or excuse me, uh, Super Saiyan Blue Vegeta getting his Zenkai probably next week. Uh, and then the other three LFs are all pretty solid. So, I mean, I like the idea. I like the format. I like the, the build with the amount of characters and things like that. Um, but I personally would probably say that you'd, Unless you're going for maybe Beerus, I probably unless you really like Jiren or want to build his teams or try to just annoy people, I think you can probably hold off on Jiren if you wanted to kind of pull. He he will be back before the anniversary, so you know. But the rest of the banners okay. So yeah, I wish I wish they keep doing this with these banners. Like you have two Sparkings and two EXs, that would have been great. Yeah. That's why I said, what is this, 2019? Like, we were getting these left and right. Like, this is this is awesome. Yeah. It, I like it. it. I was about to say, is this 2019 in a good way? <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. In a good way. Like, this is, like, really good. I remember thinking it was pretty good when we got, like, Bardock and two EXs, which just goes to show that, like, the bar dropped quite a bit for a while. <laughs> so, I'm happy with this. Any other opinions? ZVG, Iron, what nah, about nah, you guys? Nah, the banner's solid. I think, <laughs> it's no, I I like think it's... everything he said was right Wait, wait, wait. ZVG, Iron? <laughs> no, I, I feel like they needed to, to, you know, make the balance like double Z power and double A's because after that festival, I don't think any player on Earth would want to go back to the regular 600 Z power um, banner. So yeah. I do like this new format. Um, I do like the fact that they are including, you know, EXs and stuff and other sparkings into the LF banners. Hopefully, I, I, I know it's not going to happen, but hopefully the move going forward is LF 1% and 2 EXs. But obviously that's not going to be the case because, you know, this is Dragon Ball Legends, right? Nothing ever stays the same forever. So um, <laughs> overall, I, I like the format of it. I think it's great. I think it's a great step moving forward. And yeah, I'm, I'm all for it. 
Iron, yeah, what about for, you? Oh, yeah, for me, um, I didn't have too much luck on this banner. I did get Beerus a good couple times. I got him to seven star. Unfortunately, didn't get any Jirens. I got Topo once, which was cool. So getting the extra Z power on him was great because obviously uh, EX, as we mentioned before, really hard to pull and getting that extra Z power for them is really nice. But uh, yeah, obviously the banner is a uh, good value if you're looking uh, to summon on it. Of course, you know, during this period with Anniversary kind of creeping along, you could get away with waiting. And also with this Ultra Kajita banner that's out right now, that's very tempting as well. But at this point, you might want to start thinking about saving since Anniversary is coming around. But still, good value, good units on this banner. 20% uh, sparking, double the Z power, can't really go wrong there. But unfortunately, you know, I would have liked to have a little better luck on it, but I'll, I'll take the Beeruses and the DX Topo. Well, I'm, I'm going to say this, right? This is the first banner in my almost four years of playing this game where I pulled the unit on the first multi. So I, I do feel happy about that. You know what I'm saying? Thank <laughs> you, Toshi, for so best banner. giving me June. I'm happy for Give your sake. Thank you. Thank you. I, I greatly appreciate it. You know, finally Hope got a very geek. Once. He does that like every single banner, man. I don't know how he does it. Like he loves to send me a screenshot as soon as he pulls a new LF. Like he just he like stopped summons. sending me his, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm because I got I got, I got a got guy triggered. on my Discord who pulled on the first multi, yeah, three units. He got Beerus and Jiren. Oh man. Now that's uh, that's lottery type of luck. Like that's yeah, that's crazy right there. <laughs> that's, that's pretty insane. wild. But yeah, speaking you of the lottery uh, ticket, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of banners, Iron, how do you feel about Ultra Gogeta coming back, seeing as you were chasing him? And it was it's only been about two months. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, I was actually very surprised that they were bringing his banner back so quickly. It's basically a copy and paste of what it was. It's the same units, if I'm not mistaken. And um, yeah, dude, I went in like a solid 15k for the Ultra Gogeta on the first time around. And uh, I did not get him. I did not get him. But uh, Toshi, whoever, I don't know if I got preemptive Legends Weekend luck. Whatever, man. I got like three copies copy cockies i said copies and i got them to like red three which is really really nice so Bro. obviously you know this banner i feel like is low-key bait but hey man if you're really like fiending for ultra gogeta like me i very well could get lucky here i, I got lucky it's possible youtube but um they, they could potentially bring this banner back towards the anniversary but who knows how like uh off they're gonna bring this banner around but the fact that they brought it back this quickly means they're not afraid to do so so that's my thoughts. What I'm wondering is like just... 16k to put on the copy. Yeah. I, I, need, I need that 10-star buff and it took me like 15, 16,000. I'm still pissed about that, but I'm happy that I got the copy. <laughs> but man, took everything, bro. I'm more everything surprised Ultra Gogeta's banner came back with the perk. I thought it might have not yeah. like, had that. <laughs> yeah, I was actually gonna just mention that. Like, Not only did they bring him back, but they brought him back with the extra Z power that you get for pulling him as well. I thought that yeah. was going to be taken away. But the fact that they brought that yeah. back as well is pretty interesting. Yeah, could have well, just I been will 1, say 000. that. I will say that I do think that that is intentional for ultras in general. But like, this is a rerun banner, so like, I didn't think it'd still be there. But like, yeah. I do think any new ultra that comes out will have that. I don't think that was a Legends Festival exclusive thing. So what I'm so, what I'm interested we'll in um, is if if you're saying this is probably bait iron, what would it be bait for though? Because we got the LF banner two days before. Now we got this banner. Like, what 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 are they going to throw at us next? That they don't want us to have chrono crystals for i guess bait in the sense that like anniversary is coming this android movie is coming so like it's just more so the fact of things coming you know down the line not necessarily the next banner coming is basically what i meant by bait but obviously ultra gogeta is 
hands down the best character in the game. He literally does everything. So <laughs> if you go for this guy, I don't blame you. 100% I don't blame you. Stop simping. What? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, now that you have him, you get to enjoy him before people to call you uh, toxic. Um, yeah, what, what do I have? Like a week before then or something like that? You get, you get, you get well, a no, couple more days. It's after yeah. two matches. <laughs> <laughs> all righty so we have a uh, less than 12 hours about 11 no 10 hours before legends battle royale extreme is coming back zvg what team are you going to use hero clan easy really yep interesting i don't have minions i don't have salmon i don't farm oh. trash so I have the go bougin and the, the bougin biceps beat up by my side, so it's easy class, bro. I, I ain't gotta worry. But another, another good team is I think Battlemore will probably like run this or I don't know. Is a blue blue purple setup with EXG and Goku and um Yajirobi benches, EX14, EX Fabu, and the purple Super Saiyan half by time chamber Goku. That team looks pretty, pretty fierce. So yeah, that's another team I option you guys can run if you guys are looking for a team to run in EXLBR. What about you, D for you? What team are you planning on running? I haven't decided. Mm, I kind of want to do something with EX Jiren, but I don't know. I think the options are so open now uh, because of the leader slot. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah, I'm thinking of um, probably running the Apul squad because I got to represent and maybe add like either just Goldo and be boring because he has the HP buff, so they're tanky boys. Or you could also run like Zenkai Ginyu, Zenkai EX Frieza, or even just, you know, a, a leader slot Jiren or Yajirobe in there. But I kind of just want to rep the minions since, I mean, I even have like channel emotes on Twitch that are minions, so it has to be done. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm curious, uh, in terms of like the free-to-play Zenkais, uh, which ones do you guys think are the best? Is it the, the Frieza? Uh, the Ginyu, uh, the Cell. I'm just curious, what do you guys think about the? You, you could honestly make an Android's EXLBR team with like the EXL because I think the EXL is like very good. I'm, I mean, obviously not very good, but his for the EX, his kid is he has card draw, speed debuff, and all that other stuff. So I think you could make a pretty good EX Android LBR team with like you know Cell seventeen or like Leo slot somebody on the team. I don't know, but yeah. D for you, you running the Krillin, bro? <laughs> what would you say? Are you yeah, running the, the I mean, I should. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't decided. It's a secret. <laughs> okay. <laughs> For me, it's not a secret. I'm using Super Warriors. Of course you are. With Yajirobe? <laughs> yes. I hope you slashy lose, slash. Oh. <laughs> you say, I hope you lose. I hope, I hope you lose. My God, I, I'll see what you think. You, I wish you the same. ZV oh, toxic yeah. in the house. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure my bougie will carry me to the victory. So it doesn't matter, bro. Once I lock you, you in, bro, easy claps. What about the baby guys? The baby's kind of crazy. The who? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that'd be. I I expect Super Saiyan for Gogeta to probably, like probably run that team like EX Baby, EX Baby Vegeta, and like EX Sinchenor or something like that. Be. That'd be interesting. Like you, there's a lot of interesting EXs, right? But obviously, we all know who are the better ones. But you could make some interesting teams um, with these EXs. Yeah, yeah. I think what's great about this mode is that even if you've had you know crappy luck pulling some of these really good EX units like the Jiren, like there's a lot of valid like uh, free to play EXs that you could get just by grinding the game, which is dope. 
Yeah, uh, though I feel like in this EX uh, Battle Royale, the blue-blue-purple setup is probably the most uh, annoying team to face, especially how Goku is, uh, his stat is equal to a good sparking unit when he I transforms. An underrated character to use would be somebody like uh, the new EX-17. He's actually really good. Oh, he's insane, especially with his equip, too. That gives him pure strike for 80 yeah, time counts. He is actually really powerful. So, you know. It's just a hard to pick yeah, where he should be in the team. Because they're On an EX-only team? Yeah, EX-only team. Because, they're sure, they are androids, but uh, most androids uh, buffs uh, blast damage. Nah, I'm building around him. He doesn't have to be an android team. There's a leader slot. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Never mind. <laughs> so. So we got this that. Mode, I mean, I might build around him. We'll see. This isn't uh, LBR, right? If, I it is. Yeah. It, everyone so is, is 14 yeah. star. LBR. Oh, dope, dope. Yeah, so even if you just pulled one copy of somebody, you can run them. 100%. No, that's why yeah. I recommend those who have pulled um, on this banner that pull Topo and the Dispo, just use those two with Jiren, and uh, that would be good. That would be an interesting yeah. setup, EX setup. Is and only in EX Climat, those two are really good. Yeah. Especially with the EX Jiren too, that buffs the team just by covering, yeah. taking damage, end of combos. Oof. I didn't mean to talk about you before, deeper. I was just um for the like the Zenkai buffs, like uh for the uniques. Does that count as well for uh, LBR? Yeah. No, you have to you have to um have the node unlocked for the uniques to take effect. Okay, okay. okay. Maybe it's so sure. boosted, but you need to unlock the node yourself to for to have it there. Okay. Yep. Okay. Well, if you wasn't oh, I don't remember since so long. Uh, you might be right, but I was thinking that like if you have. Isn't it that if you have the Zenkai level done, you don't have to undo the nodes? It just gives you the effects? No, no, I'm, I'm saying that you get the stats, right? But for the uniques in, in particular, like you have to do the, do, um, oh, you have to okay. get that. Okay. You have to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Because it happened to me in, um, I think the video, not the, the, um, league and stuff. Like I had the kid Goku and he just didn't have the endurance. I was like, okay, well, I oh. guess that's how it works. But he had the stats and stuff, so. Yeah, gotcha. that's um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, bye then, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Uh, we have one more thing to talk about. Um, it's a rather small thing. That's what she's. Uh, but uh, we got a new equip or a new awakening for the. Is it the try all you want? You cannot defeat me, Jiren equip um, battle? Because you said that yeah, there's a yeah, new awakened one. It is the new awakened one. It gives like 20% to defense, either strike or blast. I think it's blast in the beginning. Yeah. Then there is also base strike on the slot two that is up to 25%. And slot three, that is special move and ultimate damage up to 12.5. This equip is really good. Though it is, they have made certain to that this equip is only for the Universal Survivor Saga rival universe team. While the pre-equipment was for only rival universe, like uh, you could put this on hit, for example, that it was on the future Trunk Saga, before uh, Universal Survivor Saga was a thing. But yeah. uh, this equipment is uh, really good. Like it gives both base blast defense uh, and strike defense, and gives special move and ultimate damage, uh, which is kind of crazy because there is uh, a lot of Universal Survivor Saga that has. A lot of blue damage and ultimate damage, 
it's kind of insane. Like we have Bergamo, we have Jiren, we have Jiren now, especially we have Khalifa and Kale, both Keflas, God, God of, Topo, Green Jiren, Jiren. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So this equip is really good if you just want to build up the tanky build, which is kind of recommended nowadays because uh, else you'll be kind of getting one shot these days. Yeah, you need full defense and HP equips any nz abilities i faced somebody with a future team and they had like goku black and zamasu in a leader slot and they had like it was like it was like future and then the other two were trunks and uh future gohan and they had like three hp buffs they had the go tanks the gohan and the and the mine i'm like oh my god this is cancer yep i was like (laughs) couldn't do anything i also remember yeah if you uh, like going annoying and tanky this is for you yeah i I remember i played loe with um both goldo and the uh, chilled and I think my purple yeah, freezer yeah. had like almost four Garbage. million HP. <laughs> Garbage. And it's like it's so annoying, dude. And also like when you give them the the defensive equips and the abilities too, it's just like these characters take no damage. Yeah. <laughs> so it's this always- one's good. I the only gripe with this one is that like it's better than it was before, obviously, by a decent bit. But I just wish that with equips they would maybe give them something else. Like you know, maybe where's like health restoration on that third slot, something like that. I don't know. Just feels like there could have been something else here, other than just like a stat increase. But I guess yeah, that's. But this is like an equip that I wouldn't feel bad about just having, like especially if you like the Z on the pre, like just having that and being calling it day. Like I wouldn't feel bad about that, personally. Yeah, that's true. true. But uh, this equip is still pretty good before all the rival universe and universal survival saga, just because yeah. it gives like special move and ultimate damage. Also yeah. because of both defense, of course. But the, it's most of the special move and ultimate damage. That is almost every character in the universal survival saga that can almost use it. It's like most characters that release anymore. Yeah. Yeah, because everyone <laughs> has literally blue. Uh, of course, everyone has a blue, but almost everyone has an ultimate. Like, you can put this on Ribrian yeah. if you wanted to. So, I do not recommend it. The hell? <laughs> We're all waiting hey, for the same time. Be disgusting. Watch oh, out. Oh, no switch and paralysis? No, oh, no, no. Gee. No, no, no. <laughs> but yeah, that, that is one thing. It's just... I feel like this can be potentially be one of the good equipments that you will put on units, especially when uh, with Jiren that his base deep base stats are not that great, while his uh, power ups with his abilities are incredible. So uh, with the more base that increased with his abilities, just increase more defense. I mean, it kind of stacks, but uh, there are a limit how much it can stack. Do you guys think this is uh, an equipment worth like kind of hoarding, getting like three or four like red slots, gold mm. slots, or do you think just? I mean, there one are there are definitely better equipment. Like there are the plat equipped that everyone in Universal Survivor Saga can have, but you want to run that it depends on if you are stripe based. Absolutely, if you're blast based. I mean, I do recommend like two at least, just to have options on what you can put them on. But uh, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't recommend more than two right now. Oh, okay, it just kind of also just depends on how this equip will age. Yeah, so. it's just too yeah. bad. It's just uh, it's just limited to rival universe and universal survival saga. It could have been just for universal survival saga. That would have been great. Yeah, that would have actually opened the doors a lot. 
<laughs> UI yeah, Goku not... with defense. Whee! <laughs> well, it's pretty much the way it is now is like everyone from the tournament of power arc except for universe seven characters yep so yeah <laughs> which i think is still is still a lot of characters just not you know yeah, the yeah there are going to be obviously going to be showing up more in, in the future that uh, we are having more yeah. rival universe from that uh, top that is going to appear here so this equipment yep. can um, age very well because you can easily grind it yeah, we'll see. I mean, also, you know, are you are you legitimately playing rival universe right now? Because if not, just get one for Jira and throw him somewhere on the leader slot, and you're good. You know, if you're if you yeah. if it's not a team for you, just get one so you can play it with this. You know, one of the units you want to put somewhere, and then call it a day. Yeah, true. Well, this equipment is good, but it uh, depends on if you actually run the team, or depends on what unit you run. Like, if it's sure, if it's God Key, just put it on God of Destruction Topo and make him more tanky. For example. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And speaking of calling it a day, uh, we had so many topics to discuss that I would say today uh, we won't have time for questions, sadly. But yeah, uh, this marks the end of uh, the Ultra Space Time podcast, episode 74. Make sure to give all our creators a follow. You can see their Twitter handles on the screen right now and you will find their YouTube, Twitch or whatever other channels they have like Iron Cane's OnlyFans, for example, on their Twitter. Huh. And, you know, Iron Cane takes donations for Legends Weekend to make it greater. With that said, uh, this podcast is going to go live on YouTube in about 25 hours from now. So if you want to rewatch it or you missed parts of it, go over there. Drop us a sub on YouTube as well if you want to. And... Um, yeah, we will see you guys next week with episode 75. Hopefully lots of interesting stories to tell from Legends Battle Royale Extreme. And thanks to all our creators, CVG, Baba Moore, D-Free, and Iron Kane for being on. See you guys soon. Yeah. Oh. See you guys. Keep it as him all the way. Peace. Happy Legends weekend.